Welcome back to another episode of the Brudeck Podcast. I'm your host, kind of today. I'm Toby Tucker. They let me out of timeout. I, I don't. I haven't done this in a while. You haven't been here in a bit, no. <sighs> well, I apologize for all those problems I caused, and <laughs> you know, thank you for jumping jumping in. But for some reason, <clears throat> they let me uh, take the reins today, and trusting that I try to keep this uh, train on the on the rails, which. Surprising to me because I do a terrible job at it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, uh, good to be back. So I uh, I'm excited about this. Ep- I'm excited about every episode, but this one's this one we decided to to sit back and relax a little bit and and have a good time. Not that we don't have a good time on every episode, but this one we had this genius idea because the holidays are right around the corner, and I say holidays loosely because we have a couple Canadians on the call here today some people don't celebrate holidays the same as some other people so we're just calling it holidays because it's the end of the year it's starting to get cold and we just want to talk food and beer mm-hmm. that's what we're doing right we're talking what are we calling this other the potluck potluck episode yeah a little friendsgiving potluck episode nice well we're honored to be joined by bill bonner hi how you doing bill doing well how are you and I call on you first because you're the only outsider on the call today. Oh, okay. Like the rest of us are at, at Country Mall Group. So welcome. Well, thanks. Thanks for having me on. Excited. Yeah, no worries. So I just go around the corner before we jump into the banter here and introduce ourselves. And and I'm looking at the computer screens. So for the listeners, just pretend like you're going like clockwise here. Bill, <laughs> Bill, introduce yourself. Share with me. Uh, my name is Bill Bonner. I'm a restaurateur, restaurant owner in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Uh, we're a beer-focused restaurant, uh, a certified Cicerone, and I wanted to open a place that was somewhere where I could do a lot of beer and food pairing. It's kind of the main thing I'm working on. Nice. And and you were the first certified Cicerone in Alberta, is that right? Yeah, the first in the province. So nice. uh, back in 2013, I got it. Uh, there was a guy who should have beat me, but he didn't, so I won. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. I know we talked about it, and Heather, you're, you're certified Cicerone as well, right? I am, yes. I actually used to work at um, Rain Dog Bar at Bill's Restaurant as well. Yeah, I should have said the name of that. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> the name of the restaurant is Rain Dog Bar. <laughs> yeah. Terrible, terrible job of plugging your own place. <laughs> Good advertising. Yeah. Well, thanks for loaning us, Heather. Uh, yeah, of course. I appreciate it. Well, thanks for joining us, Bill. Uh, Tim Burke, man. Tim, Tim and I go way back. How's it going, Tim? Going great, Toby. I'm glad they let you out of time out. Hey, thanks. Back on. Uh, doing really well. Uh, my name is Tim Burke. I am a territory sales manager based here in Chicago, Illinois. I've uh, been with CMG for eight plus years. Uh, there are quite a few uh, food focused breweries in Chicago. Um, so I'm very lucky to have that at my fingertips. And uh, welcome to join the conversation. Really excited about this discussion. Holiday seasons upon us, and uh, always look forward to this. Yeah, thanks for jumping on, and I'm I'm interested to hear your uh, your food choice because I was uh, peppered a little bit or teased on it, and I'm interested to hear how that came about. Oh. Of course, <laughs> thanks for joining us, buddy. Sure. And then Heather Jarrett, hey Heather, I'm doing good. I don't really know if I need to introduce myself. I think everybody's probably sick of hearing my voice by the end of this year, but I'm Heather. I am the territory manager for Western Canada for Country Mall Group. And as Toby said, I'm also a certified Cicerone. And we've talked on this before. One of my loves is doing beer and food pairing. So I'm really excited for this one. I think we've talked favorite cheese before, Heather, right? On one of the other episodes? Yeah, well, we were talking Roush beer and cheeses. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why I thought about this, but I just got done eating some lunch and I had Swiss cheese. Strangely enough, I like Swiss cheese. It's like, you know, it's... There's not a lot going on with Swiss Swiss cheese, but I like it. Some there's it. absolutely a time and a place for Swiss cheese. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, next that it says Toby here, but I'm not going to introduce myself either. I, I just I work for Country Mall Group and I help uh, some of these folks out on the call. So that's me, Cheyenne. <clears throat> Hello, how's it going? Good. How are you? I am doing great. Uh, 
For those of you who I have not introduced myself to, my name is Cheyenne Weissar. I am a sales rep based out of Washington State, uh, and I cover Washington, Oregon, and uh, Minnesota. So excited to be here today. Thank you. CJ, how are you? Happy to be here. Good to have you. I could not pick a better episode to be on. I love talking food and beer. Who doesn't love food and beer? Um, but for those who haven't uh, been introduced to me, I'm uh, CJ Penzone, uh, sales manager for uh, pretty much North America. Um, and I'm a former brewer. So thanks for having me on. Thank you, CJ. And uh, a veteran of uh, some of our prior podcasts, really the glue that holds a lot of what we do at CMG together. So happy to have Victoria Pritchett back on. Hey. Oh, thank you, Toby. Uh, yes, Victoria Pritchett is my name. I've uh, been with the uh, with the Country Mall Group for 12 plus years. I uh, work under the, under the title of uh, Director of Sales and Customer Service. Um, like CJ, I'm super jazzed uh, with jazz hands included um, to be part of this episode. <laughs> I mean, food and drink, I mean, doesn't get any better than that. So super excited to be here. Yeah, and I think, uh, well, I know Tyler, the two of you are very much uh, into to food and beer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I enjoy hanging out with y'all the limited time I get to, but it's uh, it's always a, a treat listening to the two of y'all um, enjoy all kinds of great beer and, and other liquid pleasures as well. So cool. Thanks for, for jumping on with us. All right, Heather. Yeah. Friendsgiving. <laughs> Friendsgiving. Um, style. I like it. <laughs> so basically what we kind of asked everyone to do is pick a dish, um, pick something that they normally eat for Thanksgiving and pick a beer uh, and tell us why they think that that would pair well with that dish. Um, I mean, I could start if everybody wants to, but maybe I'll let our guests go first. Bill, if you want to kick it off for us. And just a little note, it's we already had our Thanksgiving, us Canadians. Um, so we've had some practice over a little bit about a month ago. So we're ahead of you all. Yeah, and I yeah. am interested to hear a little bit more from from Bill and, and you, Heather, specifically about like what some of the differences are of you know, Thanksgiving up in, in Canada versus the U S and specifically around food. So Bill, I think, I'm oh, sorry. No, I was going to say, we'll, we will be beating you up here. So how about <laughs> it? yeah, I'll take it. I'm good at this. Uh, I I think the food is pretty similar just from what I've seen. I mean, mm -hmm. we get a lot of American TV up here. Uh, so we're pretty, I think we're pretty familiar with the, with the, the different, with the, show the holiday down there. Uh, so the, the food, you know, like you think of like, turkey and mashed potatoes and stuffing and gravy and you know maybe a yam dish or some vegetable casseroles and stuff like that's all the stuff i think of for thanksgiving i think it's probably pretty similar from a food perspective yeah bill and i were talking about this um when toby had kind of brought it up in one of the meetings I'm like i don't really think it's hugely different um food wise at least i think it's a a little bit bigger of a holiday down in the u.s than it is up in canada <laughs> yeah yeah Oh, up here, Christmas is the big one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, good. Well, at least down here in the South, and I'm in Texas, is is our our Christmas food is very similar to our Thanksgiving food. I mean, you'll go to, to some different households and, you know, they they like to have turkey on Thanksgiving, but ham on Christmas. Then you go to some, it's, it's, it's flip-flopped, right? So it's just, it's interesting. Anyways, I just like to eat a lot, so it doesn't really matter what's put in front of me. Uh, you know, I enjoy it. So, so Bill, at your restaurant um, for yep. Thanksgiving, what what kind of what kind of items or dishes did you have on the menu? So, our menu, we don't, we didn't change it. We didn't do anything specifically for Thanksgiving. Okay. We looked around and saw that a lot of people were doing their special Thanksgiving turkey dinner. You know, turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, and we're like, you know, we're just going to do what we do specifically well up here and just stick to a stick to the plot. Um, so, no specific. Thanksgiving dishes, but the menu is pretty seasonal, so it's always changing up. We've always got different uh, things that are a little more seasonal. Like there's a, well, right now we put on kind of a joke, a Salisbury steak. Ooh, nice. Uh, yeah. You know, who, when was the last time a restaurant put a Salisbury steak on the menu? Wasn't a Legion. I had one in elementary school. Yeah. That's the exactly. last time I've had one, but it sounds good. But yeah, some squash salads and stuff. We're, we're moving into more of the winter seasonal stuff, especially in Alberta, like up north. You know, we don't get a lot of stuff like year round is. The vegetables we we get it all now but when you start thinking seasonal you start thinking of things that will survive the winter yeah right. so yeah absolutely yeah. well going back to what heather said is it yam or is it sweet potato 
Because we we were down south, we rarely rarely say yam. It's a sweet potato. Is it one and the same? I think I think they're the one and the same. As far as I go, I could be wrong, but I'm ready I'm, for people to write into this. But I yeah. also <laughs> think yams and sweet potatoes are the same thing. Huh. Well, we've got an email address if we want to just 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 light up that inbox. If you have an opinion either way, that's the brew deck at countrymalt.com. We got some other people on. What about what about Tim? Like, is a yam or is a sweet potato? I always call it sweet potato, but according to Google, they are not the same. Oh, he's looking. Can you use Google on this? (laughs) Brought Google into the chat. Uh, I bet Tim, were you that guy that would go into class and you have like, you know, all your notes like secretly written on on a piece of paper in your pocket and pull them out and for the test? Did you cheat? No, I just knew everything. Oh, that's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whoa! Oh. Very small. <laughs> wow. Very well, good. So, so I also oh, just sorry. googled it. I just googled yeah. it as well and looking at these pictures. When I said yam, I was thinking of sweet potato anyway. No. Like the, the the orange like the the orange uh, yeah. orange color there. So so is a yam not orange? No, it looks it looks more yellow. Yeah, but we just opened up a can of worms here. We might have to have a separate episode for yam. <laughs> the yam debate. And sweet potato pairings. Wow. Okay, Gosh. I found like a whole ch- a chart we can check out later. Um, but we'll dive into that at a later date. Bill, why don't you give us your beer and your holiday beer favorite beer and food pairing? So. I have like a, my personal tradition and I've been doing this for years and years. Uh, I love, you know, the barrel aged wild sour beers, uh, a little fruit with my Thanksgiving dinner. Um, just that, like something that does the same work. Like, I don't think of it as a pairing with anything specifically, even though it does, it works as a pairing for a couple of things, more contrast, but it does the work of the cranberry sauce. Um, if I got one specific, I don't know how specific you want me to get, but to go specific, like uh, the Deschutes uh, Dissident mm-hmm. was one of the first ones that I ever had. And, you know, I keep bringing that bottle to, with me over and over because it's relatively uh, easy to find. And I just love how that, you know, the cherry or the, the cherry notes, the sweet, the fruit kind of helps cut through all the richness and brings it back. I think it works way better than that. You know, if you were thinking of wine, in my head, you go to a light red wine, but there's so much more going on with the sour. Mm-hmm. I also then, like the acidity with that. Um, yeah. Just that acidity was such a rich, if you're having like a really rich dinner, um, having that really light, acidic and highly effervescent beer would really kind of cut through the fattiness of like the gravy and the butter and anything yeah. else. Exactly. Just like I said, doing the job of cranberry sauce mm-hmm. on the table. Like it's all the same. It's the same one and the same. Uh, I was going to throw, I had another choice for like a specific beer, but you know, Thanksgiving, those holiday meals, like you got like you get these beers that you end up with in your cellar. I was like, I'm going straight to Cantillon too. Like, you know, like sitting on some bottles of Cantillon and start realizing why am I sitting on all this stuff? What, when is a good time? When do you don't, when do you want to break it out? Mm-hmm. And you only get one or two ho- big holiday meals like that a year. So it's a good time to start getting into the cellar and breaking out those fancy ones. That's true. Who here sellers beers? Me. Yeah, I know, Bill. Yeah, that's Victoria, yeah. I do. CJ. Tim, I know you do. You sent me some stuff. I know that you... Uh, Very limited limited room here. So, yes, but on a limited scale. Yeah. You just drink them all. You just drink it all, Tim. That's beautiful. That's part of it. Well, I kind of started doing what Bill said. This has really happened when I moved because I was moving provinces and it was quite a bit of a haul. I didn't want to haul an entire cellar with me. And just realizing that these beers were sitting there for so long, I'm like, okay, you can probably just start drinking them. And you don't necessarily entirely need a special occasion. So you can have Canty on any day, maybe even just on a Monday. Just just saying. No, nah, that's a <laughs> Yeah. Yep. And I don't know why we're doing this so early in the day. Hey, we 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 say this all the time, Heather, when 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 we talk food and beer. Oh, we just get hungry and thirsty. <laughs> yeah, I just get pissed off. Like yeah. I'm so hungry and thirsty and start drinking early. It's only 12 30 here. <laughs> oh, right. Oh. Cheyenne, what about you? I think you know what I feel like the last yeah portion of the morning we were going back and forth on teams that you were trying to avoid us on talking about the, the, the food and the food and beer thing but you no know, way was- am i trying to avoid you guys i love being a part of this i just feel like a, a i have the most tame 
uh, answer because unfortunately I'm vegan, which uh, is not super exciting on Thanksgiving or any holidays usually. Uh, so I'm more of like a, a sides girl. I load up on all of the uh, the stuffing and the mashed potatoes and uh, and casseroles, and that's kind of my go-to on holidays. There's nothing unusual about uh, being vegetarian. Right. And you can, you can still find great beverages to go with it. That is true. That is well, true. I was going to say, it's a good cue to get CJ in here because CJ, you are yeah. vegetarian. Am I correct? Was. Was. <laughs> on, the Back on the dark side. I, I could not, not resist the, the turkey. Oh. Um, That's fair. I. I still eat a lot of vegetarian food um, and I understand her struggle, especially during the holidays, but sides are the best anyway. So mm-hmm. sides are the best. Feel no shame, uh, Cheyenne. I, eat, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not a vegetarian by any stretch of the imagination and uh, Thanksgiving dinner without the sides would be, you know, abysmal. Yes, you're right. Just, uh, be, just depressing. Just bland turkey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Cheyenne, I, I, I'll, I think I mentioned to you my, my brother and his entire family is plant-based. So you can imagine, mm-hmm. and we all love to cook. You know, it's uh, it's myself and two brothers, my mom. We all get together and cook every meal. And well, I say every meal, but every holiday meal. And it's it's interesting. There's so much going on and and so many different flavors and 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 cooking techniques going on because we just all have you know different different choices and selections of as far as what we eat so uh and he's a he's a big big uh big foodie and a big beer guy as well so yeah i think there's there's a lot of regardless of of what you enjoy or what you do or do not eat there's a lot of stuff that you can you can pair with with anything so um so that said some of your sides cheyenne like what what is something that that you enjoy over the holidays and there's is there a particular beverage you like with it I would say my favorite uh, holiday side is going to be stuffing because you don't really ever eat it any other time. Like that is strictly a Thanksgiving holiday side. I don't know if that's just the same for my family or everyone else, but yeah, you only really get stuffing on Thanksgiving. So I would say that's probably my favorite side dish Uh, for beer. I got to go any sort of a smoked beer, specifically, usually a, a Roush beer. I feel like those are really good around this time of year. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. We're actually with stuffing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know necessarily that they pair well, but I would say my favorite kind of holiday winter beer right now has got to be a Rush beer. Yeah. I, I, like I, oh, I don't hate the pairing idea at all. And the idea me of bringing that, that campfire inside because you're not outside <laughs> makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> yeah. And I'm thinking of an over under here. And I think it might be accurate, but we'll see. How, how many people here? when they make stuffing, use the box. <laughs> I know, I know Bill doesn't, that's for nope. sure. Right? Like, <laughs> I definitely don't. If I'm doing a turkey dinner, I do not. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I mean, granted it has its, it has its uses, right? If you, you know, don't have the time, but I a hundred percent support the, the homemade stuffing. I also support the stovetop stuffing. I will give that <laughs> to anybody too. There's nothing sure. wrong with that. No. We make both in our house. You make both? <laughs> we make both. That way everyone's happy. We <laughs> also make I... cranberry sauce from scratch in the jar. Oh. Everyone's happy. Yeah. The one thing I'm I, I am against though, but I'm I don't know. I'm not really partial either way and because I'll tell you why, but the mashed potatoes in the box, Ooh. I'm out. Oh no. 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 Absolutely not. It's a hard no. put down on that one. <laughs> that, is, that is solid. I'm out. No, I said, I don't know. We had one food that we didn't have to eat growing up. I mean, we, my family was the type where if it's put in front of you, you got to eat it. And you would sit there until you <laughs> ate everything on your plate, which I don't know. There's probably opinions either way. Probably people out there listening thinking I'm, I was abused, but seriously, like we, if we got, if it was on our plate, we had to eat it. There was one food we didn't have to eat. Mine was mashed potatoes. I don't know what it was. I'll, I'll eat anything in the world, but mashed potatoes, it was something about the texture. And I think it was probably because my mom slipped in a couple of box mashed potatoes <laughs> when I was younger. And I just, oh man. That'll ruin I, it for you. <laughs> I don't, don't know that I've ever actually had boxed mashed potatoes. I don't Uh-oh. think I've ever had them in my life. Please don't. Start. That's okay. Yeah. 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 
Do not, not put those on that list at the restaurant, please. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, no. I've, I've seen them in restaurants before, but uh, you're like, what are these doing here? Like, oh, it's a thickening agent. Like, it's a teeter for thickening. Like, you want to add mashed potato or, potato or something, it's, it could be used as a thickening agent, but that's about it. Oh, huh. man. Okay, so beer pairing with box mashed potatoes. Yeah, right. <laughs> no. Bush light uh, and box mashed potatoes. Bush light. Yeah, I was going to say Bud Light. <laughs> that sounds like a good Bud Light pairing. Um, well, CJ. It sounds like you have an interesting, uh, you, you do a lot of interesting things at your household, your family's household uh, over the holidays for food. So what about beer? Well, the one thing about my family is it's always been pretty large gatherings and they're all day affairs. Um, starting around noon when the football kicks off on Thanksgiving, uh, there's already full platters of meats, cheeses, vegetables, you name it out. Um so I need a beer that pairs well with all different types of food and a beer I can drink all day. Um, and that for me is typically an English mild, uh, more specifically Yards Brawler out of Philly. Um, that's been a staple in my family's uh, holiday fridge every single season. Nice. That's a, that's such a good point. It's the same thing in my family. And I'm always trying to stay out of trouble by making sure that any the high alcohol beers I have are saved for later in the night. You know, like you start, exactly. You got to start light and start easy because it's a marathon. Yeah. So CJ, uh, big family affair. Everybody, big fans of of beer in your family, or people a lot are. Yes. Um, but as with any large family, there's a bunch of different drinks going on. Typically on Thanksgiving, there'll be a bottle of wine open, bunch of yards brawler all over the house, and then oh, some people in my family like to drink brandy Alexanders all day. Ooh leading up to the dinner. So uh, take your pick or have all three. Whatever floats your boat is kind of the, the way it runs in, in our household. Uh, I might be going to CJ's house. I would choose all three. Right. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Triple fisting? That's right. <laughs> Equal opportunity. There you go. Uh, that's awesome. Victoria, I know you guys do it right. I, just the times I've spent with 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 you, I know there's, there's certainly a love of food and um, – I bet y'all do it right. So what what happens at y'all's house? Well, I feel like our, you know, Thanksgiving is pretty traditional. So I won't talk about that Thanksgiving. We, you know, we brine and smoke a turkey and do kind of your traditional sides. What is a little bit of a spin on what we do is actually on Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, we invite a bunch of friends over and we call it uh, Tie Day Friday. That's not like, T-I-E, like tie you up or a necktie. That's T-H-A-I, <laughs> tie day Friday. We've been doing it since like 2015. Um, what it is, is everybody's like kind of tired of the heavy Thanksgiving food and we want to kind of change and serve a bunch of Thai food. But one of the dishes that we do make is we take the leftover smoked uh, turkey and we'll do it in the style of a Thai uh, lop. Um, also many pronounce it as larb if you see it on Thai menu, but it's pronounced lop, but we do it in that style. So it's, you know, super salty, spicy, uh, I'd say extra spicy is how I prefer it. Um, you know, sweet, sour, it's got all those elements. And then of course, a bunch of other, uh, Thai dishes, um, some with some, um, recycled Thanksgiving food, but mostly we just use the turkey. But that spicy Thai Thai Day Friday food pairs really well with. I'm with Bill. Um, barrel aged sour around the holidays. I love it. I specifically, if I have to talk about a specific beer, I love the frame. Um, I might be saying this wrong. The Druff Druff um, Blanc tastes almost like a champagne. It's just so delicious. I also love a nice blonde or red Flanders. Just just pairs so well with spicy foods, and I just it's it's always a treat around the holidays. So kind of our thanksgiving festivities in a nutshell I love, Gosh, sounds, sounds oh, wonderful sorry. go ahead Bill. i love uh thai food like uh, like i love that idea of the pairing like like i just i don't want to you know just i don't want to step on your feet but i'm like like the idea of like a triple something a little sweet like a triple on the sweeter side like just that was like a, as soon as i started thinking about thai food like where would i go I'm like oh a little sweeter a little triple like could balance out that spice mm -hmm. yeah yeah that yeah. sounds delicious to me definitely i would have to start doing thai day 
tie, tie day Friday. It's, it's, yeah. it's a great one. <laughs> yeah, just make sure you don't make sure you don't tie people up like <laughs> That's right. uh, to, to well, your fence posts or something. <laughs> it could well, be two things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, my, my dad showed up wearing a necktie thinking it was hilarious. And I'm like, oh, nice. Oh, <laughs> OK, sure. <laughs> Victoria, that's an awesome idea. I really mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Right. I mean, a lot of people are just gnawing on their leftovers for two or three days. At least we do at our house and there's nothing better. Just mix it up. Transform them. Yeah. We have, we've been, we just started that. Um, and we've had so many actual industry veterans like show up year over year. Like you guys know, Terry Farendorf, John Graber, they've been coming since 2015. So it's been really good opportunity to kind of, you know, you do your family thing on actual Thanksgiving and then kind of open it up to, a you know, friends and family on that Friday and everybody can talk about their black Friday deals too. Cause that's fun. <laughs> yeah. And they're big foodies as well. Uh, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I think, um, I think he's a, a forager, right? He gets out and finds a array of different mushrooms and. Oh yes, absolutely. He's quite the, he's a, he used to be a chef. So he says fantastic, uh, food palette as well. That's wow, great. Very good. All right, Tim, what about you? Well, I don't have a tie day Friday, but that sounds awesome. <laughs> um, I will break away from Thanksgiving because I thought it was just a holiday pairing and move into the Christmas season. Um, so every every Christmas Eve, uh, let me roll back a little bit. My grandparents, they're, uh, uh, they got married on Christmas Eve. So they would throw a party every Christmas Eve. So it was a combination anniversary party, Christmas party. They have a, a older classic 50s style ranch house with this really kicking bar in the basement, full cherrywood bar, brass foot rail, you know, under uh, under bar sink, three quarter fridge built into the wall, full back bar cabinets, you know, proper glassware, the works. And so everybody from the neighborhood and around town would swing by for a drink or two. Uh, but one of the things they would always make uh, would be some Swedish meatballs. Uh, my grandmother's Swedish meatballs, uh, although we're German, Irish, and French by scent, uh, so I'm not sure where the Swedish meatballs came from, but they are fantastic. So they are a kind of a blend of beef and pork and sometimes veal, but uh, brown them up and then freeze them. And then when they freeze them after they, when they thaw, gently thawed out and served like in a warming chafing dish, they are fantastic on the smaller side so very easy to eat and just have been a huge hit and um, my brother and I have kind of extended that you know after they you know my grandparents passed away so we try to keep that alive and have this party every uh, every Christmas Eve so uh, those particular meatballs just have such a huge memory for me and then uh, uh, growing up in Ohio um, uh, getting a really good porter from Great Lakes Brewing, the Edmonds Fitzgerald Porter, always paired really nicely with that. The saltiness and then the, the fat and kind of umami of the, the meatball just went really well with with uh, that porter. Uh, and then a second, uh, close second would be the Anchor Steam Porter. So, I mean, this was years ago, so I'm dating myself a little bit, but in Ohio, that's kind of what we had to go to. And it was just a really nice pairing uh, between the two. So that is my holiday uh, dish and beer. I I love that pairing. Sorry, Bill. I love that. I like like the the meat with the dark beer. I love that pairing. I love that porter, too. It is (laughs) such a solid porter and uh, very yummy. And I would I go back to Bill and say, if you haven't tried, I would highly recommend the Belgian Red and the Serendipity from New Glarus if you ever get a chance. They are two awesome beers uh, that would would pair pretty well with what you were describing. We don't, uh, I don't, we don't get New Glarus up here. I've had a couple other beers, but I don't. I definitely haven't had either of those. Yeah, they have a full line of like aged, uh, like cave age sours that they do, and um, actually. They really only sell within Wisconsin, but somehow it makes it out, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, like like someone gets a hotel towel and like wraps it up in a hotel towel and just yeah, or, you know, drives up for the day. I got you. <laughs> smuggling, <laughs> smuggling. <laughs> well, it sounds like you got to make a trip out there. 
Yeah, absolutely. I got to really start taking notes. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, the uh, the other one, the one thing I wanted to say is crazy that our on my mom's my mom's mom's side, but so my maternal grandmother's side, uh, Swedish meatballs was always our Boxing Day tradition. Like the day after Christmas, we'd always do Swedish meatballs. So for Christmas dinner, she'd make enough mashed potatoes for two nights. And it'd be the Swedish meatballs on mashed potatoes, like always. It's crazy. Ace. Also, Boxing Day is not an American thing. That is a Canadian thing. Oh, I, I, had, I was going to say something about that because I didn't learn about what Boxing Day was until I was like in my 30s. After marrying <laughs> marrying a Canadian. Canadian. Yes. And I was like, oh, why is it called Boxing Day? I just assumed there was just a lot of boxing matches on TV and I was clearly wrong. So <laughs> I, I still am trying to understand why it's called Boxing Day. I, I honestly don't know why it's called Boxing Day. I have to Google that too. <laughs> It just always is day after yeah. Christmas. It's the, yeah, the twenty sixth, and it's a holiday here. <laughs> so all the extra boxes, right? All the extra boxing. Oh, or I thought people like got like in fights over trying to get the deals, and they you know. <laughs> could be <laughs> Black Eye Friday. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Well, we'll never know. It's it'll be it'll remain a mystery. <laughs> Don't write that one in. We never want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Heather. Yeah. My turn. Your turn. Yeah. So I kind of decided to go with something that would kind of work with everything. Um, And traditionally, a Saison is something that you could pair with almost any meal. And it's just always kind of said Saison will go with everything. Um, I don't know if Bill will fight me on that one or not. Yeah, that's that's a that's a safe bet. Yeah. (laughs) But I wanted to kind of choose something different and... uh, I really like the idea of doing an Imperial Pilsner or an Imperial uh, Blondale, Um, something that's like really light, but still has that high alcohol content um, that kind of, again, cuts through a lot of the fattiness, but it's going to be light enough that it's not going to overpower any of the food. So that's honestly, and this kind of came from when I was working at um, a beer store and it was right around Thanksgiving and uh, Trolley 5 in Calgary had done a 7% Pilsner. And I was filling so many growlers of it. I'm like, this is going to be a great pairing for Thanksgiving. Um, so that would be kind of my go-to. Um, and also we talked about the Imperial Blonde from Matt and Niska last week. And I just thought that would be a great one too. They have like an 8.5 or 9% Blondale, which is crazy. But I think that would be, I mean, I'm going the opposite of not drinking the light beers first and starting with the heavy beers, but that's how I roll. Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> It doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Come on, guys. Right, start, you start you start with a strong and then you maintain your buzz with some light beer, right? There you oh, go. Really? Yeah, that's that's just efficiency. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, well, I guess it's my turn. Do it, Maybe. Toby. Well, by the time we've got this weird thing with our family, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of guys in our family, and we have a roll eating contest, like a, you know, like a bread roll eating contest. I don't know why. I mean, we've been oh doing this for literally, I like, we just take these bread rolls and just eat as many as we can. It's, it's not good. I mean, we're grown, we're grown adults and we, we, we still do it. Anyways, if I had any real estate left in my stomach and I was eating a bunch of bread, well, I'd probably go with something like a Munich Dunkel. But at the time that we start pounding bread rolls, I don't have much left. So usually I'm, I'm switching it up to like a ranch water. And I, I, we've, we've thrown this out before. It's surprising how many people don't know what a ranch water is, but I don't know what a ranch water is. I have no idea what a ranch water is. Lovely. Lovely. Yeah. (laughs) By the time time I get like 12 of those rolls in my stomach, I don't have, there's no, I can't put a beer anywhere. But if, if, you know, if that was my, you know, if I had two of them for my meal, I'd, I'd probably get a, like I said, a Munich Dunkel, something that, a little bit low ABV, um, malty, kind of a rich Munich flavor, bready, toasty, not sugary sweet. You know, you get some of that the sweetness from from the uh, the Munich malts, but I I just think it would be awesome, especially if you you know have like a, a honey butter or something you use for your roll. But um, but yeah, no. So the ranch water is something that uh, that we're pretty fond of down here. It's basically it's a like a tequila blanco. Uh, Topo Chico, uh, like a sparkling, sparkling mineral water, pretty popular down here, and uh, some lime, so pretty refreshing. Mm. That's uh, usually what we uh, 
where we uh, find ourselves drinking after a uh, hard days of uh, eating stuffing rolls. our bellies. Right. <laughs> rolls and have to know, what is the uh, what's the roll record in your family? Oh, yeah. As one of my cousins, probably when I was uh, 13, Colin, who, who may, I don't know, he may listen. He probably ate 17 or 18. And the thing is, you got to eat them. You got to eat them after you eat your your full you know, like oh, Thanksgiving meal. Yeah, it's not good. That's insane to me. Like Thanksgiving is already such a marathon. I'm like, yeah. like I usually don't have one roll. Like I love dinner rolls, and I'm not going to have one at Thanksgiving because I'm so full on everything else. Like the idea of trying to take down a contest afterwards. I'm like, no way. It's just a small indication of uh, the wildness of my family. Apparently, no. Yeah. So Toby, do you, do you guys like dunk them in water and beer? Like no, that? it's not. It's not like a hot dog eating contest where you have like you dunk it in tea or anything. No, you just <laughs> no. Oh, it'd be funny though. Well, I want to throw out some popular, you know, like meal items at least down here in the south. We could just make we can talk about what what other folks might want to bring up, but I want to get. Bill's opinion and Heather for that matter, just opinion of, of the group here of what type of beer would go well. Right. So we do a lot of deep fried Turkey down here. Uh, if you haven't had deep fried Turkey, something you need to look into. It's not the safest method of uh, making Turkey, but it is good. Yeah. I've seen uh, it on YouTube, but uh, that's yeah. only one that go badly. I've actually had a deep fried Turkey before. Oh yeah. What do yeah. you, what kind of beer do you think would uh, pair well with that Heather? Oh, wow. Totally on the spot. Um, can I easily just go Saison with a deep fried turkey? Yeah. Because I think that would be good. Um, light with a bit of like kind of the the peppery on like the uh, phenols, esters. That's the word I was looking for that wasn't coming out of my mouth. Um, I think that would be really, really nice with a deep fried turkey. Yeah. Honestly, like the thing about it is like I didn't find that the taste of it was hugely different. Like it still tasted like a turkey. Sure. Just a bit yeah. maybe fattier. Yeah, it's a little bit, a little bit more crispy. Yes, the thought is when, yeah, when you fry it, you pretty much like en- engulf all of the the juices inside of the turkey itself, mm-hmm. as opposed to you know baking it in the oven yeah. or even smoking it. Sometimes dries it out mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, I've also ne- we've never done. It's always baked for us. Like we have, I haven't had a full smoked turkey either. Like I've had smoked turkey before at uh, smokehouses around here. <laughs> But the, to, the idea of doing that for Thanksgiving, both deep frying or th- smoked seems uh, indulgent fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Victoria, you beers, said, oh, I'm sorry, Bill, go ahead. One of the beers I'd like to I'd throw out, like just as a, if you're just looking at turkey, like in general, like something like an American wheat, like, uh, you know, North Coast Blue Star, something like a wheat beer without the fennels, just a touch hoppier. Like mm-hmm. Not really, nothing you describe as a hoppy beer, but just something to help cut through a little bit on the hoppy side might be nice like and we're still looking relatively low alcohol so you could do you know a lot of, you could do a six pack of them up until dinner and then get into the big stuff yeah victoria you said you, you mentioned y'all do a smoked turkey is that right yeah we brine it and oh, i was gonna say yeah brining i think is important exactly it is a game changer uh, but yeah we brine it and we we do a light smoke on it and uh, we do that in the uh, kamado joe the, the, yeah, red, so, the red, aka the red egg, as people know it. <laughs> well, it's always challenging finding something that that is big enough to brine a whole turkey in, especially mm-hmm. if you get a big one, right? Some people just use like a five gallon bucket. Um, yeah, yeah, it does definitely take some time, but it's one of those that I think it's it's absolutely imperative and worth it if you're not already doing it. It just brining. adds to the juiciness. It is just so worth it. Try it; it'll change your life. Yeah, we. Uh, uh, we have an interesting method up here in Pennsylvania, Toby. Uh, my grandfather has been cooking turkey in a garbage can for a long time <laughs> over a bed of charcoals. So, and it's delicious. It keeps a lot of the moisture in as it's cooking it. Um, some of the best turkey I've ever had. I think that doesn't surprise me. Green egg, isn't it? Uh, it's almost <laughs> like a, we have a barrel. We have a barrel smoker. We have a. It's a pit barrel. Right? It's like a fifty-gallon. But it's a fifty-gallon container, right? But it's it's modified to be a smoker. Sounds like something that similar to that, CJ. 
Yeah, it, ours is a lot cheaper. I'll say that it's like um, literally a trash can. <laughs> no, it's literally it's literally a steel stainless steel <laughs> trash can uh, with like a hook inside that the bird hangs on and cooks over the coals all day long. Oh, oh wow, it's love genius! It. And I would eat that garbage any day. I would eat that garbage <laughs> can turkey. <laughs> garbage oh, can. Turkey. I need like a hi hat for that comment, Victoria. That was awesome. <laughs> I know CJ does the dad jokes, but that was that was good. I, I, I was trying to impress CJ. <laughs> what about a? Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I just oh. in touch with Bill and something we had kind of been texting about. Um, and you said cabbage rolls. Yeah. So, well, my family, like my mom's side of the family, is uh, pretty is very Ukrainian. So we always had cabbage rolls on the table too. It's one of the one of the things I look forward to is the homemade cabbage rolls. But they're Ukrainian style, not German style. Mm-hmm. So they're lighter. They're smaller. Uh, and no beef, like it's just rice, bacon, and sour cabbage, basically. And then that's fried with butter and onions. Um, I just said, look those up. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I think that was something that I thought when we were talking about it, that it's 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 very, we had like a lot of Ukrainian heritage, um, especially in the prairies in Canada. So there's always been cabbage rolls kicking around. They do yeah. look good. And that brings back that when I was talking, when I was talking about um, wild ferment sours, you know, like your the wild ferment sours, they bring back some of those ferment flavors back to that sour cabbage. Mm-hmm. You know, echoing some of those flavors across. But, yeah, Bill, another thing. All your adjectives are just like making me more hungry. So, <laughs> you're, yeah. you're like, are you like a food writer? Because you certainly sound like it, and it's just making me want to go eat. Just, <laughs> he does uh, write his own menus. Yeah. Yeah. pretty entertaining. There, there you go. <laughs> a lifetime of working in restaurants, trying to make food sound delicious. That's great. That uh, sounds good. All right. What is the, what about green bean casserole? Is it just a Southern thing, but it's nope. no. Tim, you're, yeah. yeah. Anybody else eat green bean casserole? Yeah, we have it with those frizzled onions on top. Yep. <laughs> the frizzled I'm, onions. What is the name of those things? They're the fried onions, right? Yeah. Yep. And I am guilty. I mean, I am such a foodie and I love elevated food, but I just like, it downright like basic like, bean casserole the one you follow the instructions like on the thing of onions like just so like, it's it's canned green beans yes, like yes. cream of mushroom soup a little bit of milk just don't tell anybody and, i shouldn't have the, broadcasted that because that is kind of yeah. and the onion frizzies yes, as yes cj called them <laughs> um I, I i just i googled this one too and i have not had that uh i would though i'd eat this in a heartbeat I have never had a green bean casserole. You never had a before. green bean? Okay. Well, there's something you got to put on the menu. It's, uh, yeah, it's nothing fancy, you know. It's oh, it is not. Very good, though. Maybe you could do an <laughs> elevated version of it. I, honestly, I was like, as soon as you said, maybe that's something you should put on the menu. I'm like, maybe it is. We could probably work something out with this. I feel like you could do this. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming fun. back to Calgary for Christmas, so I expect this to be on the, yeah. the list when I get there. The rain dog, yeah, it's fun. It's a fun idea mm-hmm. to play with. Put some morel mushrooms in there, and oh yeah, truffles. Yeah, just notes for chef. Here you go. We're making, <laughs> we're, we're making this now. Make it good. Chefs love notes. It's gonna be fantastic. We also do potato salad. Right? There's several different ver- versions of potato salad. Um, Brussels sprout casserole, French onion soup has been on the menu for holidays down here before. I love a French onion soup. Um, Brussels sprouts are pretty are very traditional I think up here mm-hmm. like really traditional like a, as a winter food yeah. and I think that's something that's like like the, the like the Brussels sprout something that's pretty tricky to pair with uh, well for wine and for beer beer has a effervescence a little bit but yeah just pairing straight with if you're so like just pair something with Brussels sprouts is a tricky one with the, like such green grassy notes to it what would you go with like I feel like I would try to pick something like on the English side and so I'm like, to me, that's where I like, anytime I get into those like asparagus or Brussels sprouts, I like, I want, I lean straight into Pilsner's mm-hmm. and some of the grassy notes there. Some of those like, you know, a little bit, maybe a little bit of acceptable green notes and just cutting through and hoping to pick up, pick up some of those notes. And but if those like Brussels sprouts were like really heavily like roasted or like even like pan fried, I'd be like an English brown, I feel like would be really nice. Yeah. I guess once you get some of those, like a, some of those roti notes, you're absolutely mm-hmm. like, yeah, into the brown ales and trying to do the same thing as the, you know, toss it in a little syrup. Yeah. With the bacon. Bacon, Brussels sprouts, (laughs) maple syrup. Oh, so good. Brown ale on the side. And a brown ale on the side. (laughs) 
They're no longer Brussels sprouts. Well, they're not good for you anymore, but it's still delicious. Uh, I can't imagine Brussels sprouts sprouts without bacon, unfortunately. Just love them. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I written down to wrote down too for the holidays, and this is a good question for everybody too. And um, we eat black eyed peas for New Year's for good luck. Anyone else do that? Yes. I will if it brings good luck. <laughs> I have. I don't think I've ever eaten black eyed peas before. Bill, <laughs> me, me neither. No, it's just well, I have not seen up here. No, another oh, another menu. <laughs> Toby, I'm I'm curious what you cook. Um, we cook a. It'll be black eyed pea collard green curry, almost. That's um, wonderful. And it just kind of simmers for a couple hours in the morning, uh, and it's delicious. You can eat it vegetarian, vegan. Um, or some people will also serve it with pork. Oh, that sounds good. No, we typically, uh, we typically just go the old school, right? Just the, the, the simmer, you know, we'll put a ham hock in there, onions, um, and just let it roll for a long period of time. Uh, but yeah, I love me some collard greens too, especially on the holidays. It's great. So for those that have, have, uh, I've had black eyed peas before what what uh what kind of beer should i be looking for when i whip those out on new year's day hmm. no for beer i normally stumped y'all yeah <laughs> i normally do it in the style of like have you had texas caviar toby it's like a dip with uh, black eyed peas that's fantastic and i obviously would pair that with maybe a mexican lager but that's a different style but as far as that kind of slow cooked hmm Maybe. I knew West Coast IPA, Toby. There you go. Actually, it sounds like a great idea, right? Mm-hmm. Bitterness is. Yeah. Texas. Some caviar. of that. I was going to say, if you're going to do like the roasted with the ham hock, too, I would, I would throw a Roush beer in there. Yeah, that sounds good, too. I like the idea of that little the bitterness. I, I, I had to Google like the black eyed peas recipes as well. Um, <laughs> and it looks it looks to me like cassoulet. It looks like there's a lot of flavors going on in there, like the beans and the ham. And like, I think that, yeah, some a little bit of bitterness to help cut through, like to rip through that, and like kind of manage the intensity of like all the different flavors going on. Mm-hmm. Like sounds it sounds delicious to me. Got to figure out where to get black eyed peas around here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so um, out of the loop on things, Bill. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I don't, like get, I don't get that. I we're like, there's that. no difference. Everything's the same. And they're like, we've never heard of this before. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about just real quick. Let's talk about some desserts. Um, kind of some pairings there. He, here, obviously, because of the, you know, the fall, we make a lot of pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. Bill, yeah, um, pumpkin Heather, pie what about pumpkin careful. pie? What? Yeah, what? Uh, what would you envision as a perfect beer for for pumpkin pie? I go um, American Brown. Yeah, like those brown ales are going to work like absolutely. But I mean, after dinner, like I'm done my uh, I'm done my my turkey dinner, and like I'm done, you know, I'm th- we're what, most of the way through the night. We like my family. It's usually about a half hour or an hour before we get we get started on dessert because no one's that fast after the meal. No one's really thinking about food, any more food. Uh, so I've often I've moved into the imperial stouts. Like I'm just into the big stuff at this point. Like, okay, night's over. Like we're good. I can now now I can be the drunk uncle. <laughs> oh, that's good. I could see a good nice imperial stout with that. Any anyone in mind? And does anyone like pop to the front of your mind of one oh. that you would want? Uh nothing's really jumped in my head, actually. It's weird. I didn't Pache. have any Pache. I love Pesh. That and that coffee note in there? Like yeah. brilliant. Like like Pesh is one of my favorite beers any of of all time. Mm-hmm. Coffee note with a with a pumpkin pie, yeah. a heartbeat. I love that beer. Well, any uh, any other final thoughts? Anything interesting that uh, your families do around the holidays? Any I don't know. Any goals for this year? You gonna try something new? I, I know I'm gonna try the Thai Friday. Yeah, sure. I like that's like Thai yeah, Friday like, idea for sure. Thai day, Thai day Friday. Thai day Friday. Thai day Friday. 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 Yeah, sorry, sorry, I messed it up. I am just going to try and get an invite to Victoria's because I'm not that far of a drive, Victoria. <laughs> Perfect. You're welcome. Saying. You're absolutely welcome. I've been uh, image searching. I've been searching like on my phone constantly, like all these different dishes, and I got to get into like there's a whole bunch of stuff I got to get into all of a sudden from the different beers. Uh, we get some of the Great Lake stuff up here, but the Edmund Fitzgerald Porter. Just, Order doesn't come up yet. I'm like, I got to figure out who's bringing in the rest of the Great Lakes stuff. 
Bill's on the phone with all his importers. I'm like, hey, what's going on here? I, 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 I need to try this. I need to try this. Yeah. <laughs> I remembered why, like where I got the new Glarus stuff that I had, and like I don't think I got a, I got a, I've got a good enough line <laughs> on some of the, to get the barrel <laughs> stuff. Yeah, for you, Bill. I'll work yeah. on that. Get something over to you. But yeah, I got a lot of homework. Anything yeah. on the uh, currently on the list at Raindog Bar? Like any good beer and food pairings, uh, like that you would want to promo? Plug? Yeah, how about a, you? You got to plug your place for <laughs> spending forty five minutes with us. So have at it. Yeah, I mean, the whole the whole thing is. Um, What's it called? Beer and food pairing. Uh, we just added, uh, well, about a month ago, two months ago. I don't think it was here when you were here last, Heather. Uh, Welsh Rarebit to the menu. It's just, oh, no, it was there. I ate okay. it. <laughs> it's, it's super cold here right now. So I'm like, mm, that Welsh Rarebit, like, uh, it's a cheese sauce on toast that we've done with a, a local stout, Medicine Hat Gentleman Stout. Um, and it's got a uh, little bit of spiciness to it, just pure richness paired with the stout. Like, I'm looking outside at snow thinking... I would eat that right now in a heartbeat. Uh, a little, it's on a sourdough toast. Uh, what else? We got um, oh, one that would work well, probably with a, as a side dish for Thanksgiving. It's not uh, vegan, but vegetarian. We got the charred broccoli with Valdeon cream. Uh, Valdeon is almost like a gorgonzola, like a Spanish gorgonzola. Like charred broccoli, Valdeon cream, horseradish, and pickled shallot, organic honey. Yeah. That sounds fantastic. That sound mm-hmm. I might have to hit you up for that recipe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that one, like, just some, like a little bit of hops going on there, like a little bit like a lighter West Coast ale, like, like not like a, maybe a West Coast session IPA kind of. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of hops with, uh, to balance out that horseradish. It's beautiful. Like the blind man session? Yeah, the blind man session would be perfect for that. <laughs> Well, Bill, tell the uh, tell the listeners about. Uh, do you have a website we can send them to? Yeah, it's just um, raindogbar.com. It's super cool. simple. Yeah, up here in uh, Calgary, Alberta. So, anyone if you're in the area or from the area, you know, if you're from the area, I hope you know about us. But <laughs> the people who are not from the area, you know, swing by. Uh, I'm always here. I work. If we're open, I'm at work. So, come by and you know. Give me hell if you uh, think my pairings are wrong. I think I should know more about Boxing Day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, all good. Well, yeah. we thoroughly appreciate you jumping on, Bill, a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. And well, uh, thanks for having yeah, me. Next time uh, I'm up in Calgary, I'm certainly going to come see you. Um, and for the listeners out there, appreciate y'all jumping on. And uh, for for Heather, Cheyenne, CJ, Victoria, Tim, thank y'all for jumping on. And uh, I look you. forward to. Uh, to, to catch up a little bit more in the future it's been uh it's been an awesome day and hopefully everybody enjoyed it again if uh if you want to get in the conversation or beat us up about something hit us up at uh the brew deck at countrymalt.com <laughs> all right cool well i appreciate everybody's time we'll make it uh make it a fantastic day and we'll catch up on the next one thanks bye